0: Whether you're talking about the wild world of college sports these days with conference realignment and NIL and everything that goes along, or you're talking about new football leagues coming together, the emergence of pickleball, everything that has to do with sports, it also has to do with business. Cyrus Wooding here with you on ESPN West Palm tonight. And now more than ever, sports and business have never been more intertwined. And that is why we are so lucky to have a guy like Andy Cagnetta join us on the show. He knows a thing or two about sports and business. He is the CEO of Trans World Business Advisors, one of our most tenured partners here at ESPN West Palm. He is here to share his wisdom with us. And before we bring on Andy, I want to tell you a little bit more about Trans World Business Advisors. Whether you are selling a business or buying a business, you can't just stick a for sale sign in the window. You need experts like the brokers of Transworld to locate and vet potential buyers. On on the other side, if you are buying a business, you need the brokers of Transworld to help you evaluate potential purchases and make sure that you are getting a fair deal. Transworld has more than 40 years of experience. They've sold more than 10,000 businesses. They have more than 600 brokers worldwide. And they have more than 250 offices worldwide. Again, Transworld Business Advisors bringing buyers and sellers together. Andy, I want to start with some news that we got last week. As Miami was announced as one of the 11 American cities that will host matches in the 2026 FIFA World Cup. It's going to be played at Hard Rock Stadium. The the matches down here in Miami, at least. in the city will host four group stage games as well as a game in the round of 32, a quarterfinal game, and then the third place playoff. Andy, what sort of economic impact will hosting the 2026 FIFA World Cup have on Miami and just the greater South Florida
1: area? It's going to be great. I mean, listen, these economic development agencies actually do track things like that. And they estimate on a low side, $90 million. On a high side, almost half a billion dollars coming to South Florida. And I bet it's more on the high side. I mean, hotel rates uh, are up. Uh, you know, cost of eating out and entertaining is up. And you're thinking South Beach, it's not cheap, right? Mm-hmm. So you got South Beach, you got Fort Lauderdale. I think it's going to be crazy. Even up to Palm Beach, uh, you know, it's—it's a, it's a, we're on the world stage. Yeah. It's really good.
0: Andy, I know that the 2026 FIFA World Cup is more than two years away, but how can Transworld take advantage of the opportunity that the event, the World Cup, presents?
1: Well, we do a lot of immigration deals where Mm -hmm. people are immigrating to the United States to have a better life, buy a business, invest in the United States. So we do E-2 visas, L-1 visas. So an amazing opportunity for people to see the United States, whether it's here in Miami, I think Philadelphia has one, the New York area has one, I think, uh, where is that? Where else? Denver, I think Mm -hmm. it is, right? So uh, I think what we get to do is showcase our local offices. Our local offices can get involved in some of the events, maybe sponsor some of the events, and we get to meet people from around the world who are coming here to enjoy, but maybe want to stay. Here on
0: ESPN West Palm tonight with Andy Cagnetta, the CEO of Transworld Business Advisors. They have helped over 10,000 business owners maximize the value of their company. Learn more at TWorld.com today. And Andy, from international football to American football, obviously, we just wrapped up Super Bowl 58, record viewing 123 plus million people worldwide tuned in to see the Chiefs beat the Niners 25-22 uh, to 22 in overtime, but I want to go back before the Super Bowl to the Pro Bowl, which uh, didn't see quite the viewer turnout that the NFL was hoping. Again, the Pro Bowl, their ratings were down 6% from last year and almost cut in half from 2014. Additionally, the NHL All-Star Game also saw a decrease, and it was the the least-watched edition since 2015. Andy, why do you think there has been such a significant decrease in the viewership for these All-Star Weekends?
1: I think people realize it doesn't mean anything, right? (laughs) And so I think, you know, listen, baseball tried to make it mean something. In fact, it meant so much for the home field advantage for the World Series that people were, uh, you know, that baseball said, we can't do this based on an all-star game, right? So I think, you know, listen, the NFL's trying to reshape what the Pro Bowl looks like. They're calling it the Pro Bowl games. I think they're trying to go back to some of those skills things. Listen, the NBA sort of has it right with the dunk contest, the MLB put in the home run derby. Those things are probably more watched than the actual game. I think they have to do something. I don't, I, I, it's it's certainly good for the host cities, mm-hmm. right? It's a whole weekend; they get a lot of things going on around it. I don't know. You know, MLB now is doing the draft around it, and they they're watching the NFL. What they've done with the draft, where they literally take over Vegas uh, doing the draft. I don't know. I yeah. you know they got to do something different.
0: So, Andy, speaking of viewership, a day before Disney and Fox were both set to report earnings, the companies threw investors a curveball. ESPN owned by Disney along with Warner Brothers Discovery and Fox Corp are creating a shared streaming platform for sports assets that will be uh, available later in the year and these companies cited in the release that this is expected to be a one-stop shop for sports streaming Disney Plus Hulu and HBO now we call it just Max members that will have all access to to standalone the, the standalone service I should say with each company owning a third of it and again, we always talk sports media rights. I wanted to get your take, your general thoughts on this move.
1: It's back to square one, right? So we got we cut the cable. Everybody wanted to get away from cable. They wanted to pick and choose what they got. But what they're seeing is that these streaming services are now losing members. I mean, they're all trying to crack down on password sharing. Mm-hmm. So now all of a sudden that's up. So now everybody wants back, but they don't want So they're really picking and choosing and everybody's losing. So what happens? Money. Money, money, money. I mean, people want to see what they want to see. They want to have one-stop shop, and we're seeing everybody kind of go back. And it's so funny because everybody got fed up of paying $400 (laughs) for a cable bill, and now everybody's back to paying $400 Mm -hmm. probably for a bundled service, maybe $500. All of a sudden, the price is up, right?
0: Yeah, you're exactly right. And like you said, we're we're sort of back to square one. We've done a whole 360 getting away from cable, and then— seemingly want something that now looks like cable. So it's it's all cyclical and everything in business really is. When it comes to trans world specifically, what trends do you notice as being particularly cyclical?
1: You know, it's funny. I, uh, we live based on people hate change, right? So people want to go back to the places. They want something that's familiar. It's called It's called goodwill, right? And so that's why you see these brands sell for millions of dollars. That's why these baseball teams sell for millions of dollars. That's why people get these influencers to, or, and people get these sports uh, teams or sports figures to promote them. So what we see at trans world is that's, what's valuable to people, right? They want that income stream and that income stream is built on people, repeat customers, people coming back to something, people having a, uh, and I think it's more than ever with social media and and with the ability to look things up and and whether things have a great Google review base or if things have a great reputation in town on whatever website people are looking at, whether it's travel advisor or I don't does anybody use Yelp anymore? I don't <laughs> think so. But you know, I all those things uh, drive value. Mm-hmm. And, and and so that's what we're seeing at Trans World is people wanting to get that value out of companies and people shying toward buying businesses.
0: We are here on ESPN West Palm tonight with Andy Cagnetta, the CEO of Transworld Business Advisors. They have helped over 10,000 business owners maximize the value of their company. They are the leaders when it comes to buying and selling businesses. They have more than 40 years of experience. I already mentioned that They've sold more than 10,000 businesses. They've got 600 brokers. They've got more than 250 offices worldwide. Transworld Business Advisors bringing buyers and sellers together. Learn more at TWorld.com. And Andy talking about bringing things together, going back to football. Super Bowl 58 in Vegas. And look, American Sports has finally accepted... Gambling, wagering as a, not just a dependent, but a massive revenue stream. And I feel like the NFL, as America's leading sports league, it sort of felt like the official announcement, the official partnership going forward of the new era between sports and gambling with, again, the Super Bowl being played in Vegas.
1: I always tell people, if you want to see how something's going to land, follow the money, right? Mm. So the money is in gambling. Actually, I just had a, somebody was a writer, they're a sports writer for a newspaper, right? And they doubled their salary by leaving and writing for a sports book. Mm. So it's, so that's what is happening. I mean, that's where the money is right now. And the NFL Wanted to be a part of that. Uh, yes, they avoided Las Vegas like the plague for years. They didn't want to put a team there. You saw amateur sports like you know uh, UNLV being the lone sport in Las Vegas. And now that's all changed. Mm-hmm. And it is a place to be entertained. And part of that entertainment now is is gambling. And I, I think it's just not taboo anymore.
0: It's funny because you go across the pond to the English Premier League where betting has been legal for more than 60 years. But it was announced starting in 2026 that EPL, again, English Premier League teams, would no longer be able to have gambling brands on the front of their jerseys. Obviously, that's a big revenue stream for these teams. And that's very significant because 40% of the Premier League clubs, not to mention all the other clubs in lower divisions, are sponsored by bookmakers gambling websites, so on and so forth. Andy, along those lines, do you think we will see any pushback on the seemingly runaway train that that is sports gambling in the United States?
1: The pendulum always swings, right? So the pendulum is swinging wildly this way in the United States (laughs) that, you know, everything is centered around gambling. Now, you know, I would bet even some of the TV coverage doesn't Go away from some of these games because the the betters are still watching, right? Mm-hmm. You know they're checking the sport, the point spread. I wonder if some of the producers are checking the point spread to see if it's close. Oh, totally, and making sure that they're you know they're still viewers there because <laughs> they're making sure that they cover their bets. So I would imagine that the pendulum will continue to swing, and you know Europe is often in times in front of us, especially mm-hmm. for cultural things like this. And you're seeing the pendulum swing back a little bit because. Again, the question is is does gambling hurt the viewers? Mm. Does it hurt the general public? and I think and sometimes you know, they would see that gambling is a problem, just like they pulled back on cigarettes sure. just they they pulled back on some other advertisers on TV
0: You watch any Vegas movie it's got sort of obvious overtones of shadiness you right. know or maybe some not so obvious undertones of shadiness and we think about things taking above uh, taking place above board, below board, and maybe being misleading or, or not what they seem. And with, with publicly traded companies, I was thinking about this. You know, there, there are strict uh, financial regulations that they adhere to. When Transworld is dealing though with a privately held company, how difficult is the process of establishing, confirming, uh, correct financials? Because some of the numbers that you know, you get maybe misleading, even not on purpose, you know, someone who's been running a small business for years sort of does it their own way. But, you know, it's not, I guess, typical of what you see as the income statement, balance sheet, what have you.
1: So here's the good news. The good (laughs) news is when I got into this business almost 30 years ago, and now I'm dating myself, I would say 80% of the businesses out there had some sort of cooked books and records (laughs) where there was some level of cash in the business. I don't know about you, but I actually know how much cash I have on a $20 bill. That $20 bill has been in my wallet probably for months, and I don't use it. Why? Because we all have credit cards. So most businesses don't get a level of cash anymore. So it's very hard to cheat the books. On top of it, even if they are getting cash, even if you go down to the grocery, uh, to the gas station, even if you go down to the coffee shop, what are they using to pay? I mean, you know, what, what are they using to order the food? Computers. Right. Everything has a PO system. So even with, and in the age of cameras, in mm-hmm. the age of all kinds of things to track, you know, QuickBooks and online QuickBooks and being attached to the bank records and all this kind of thing is very transparent. So it's very difficult to kind of cheat the books. Believe me, people figure out <laughs> ways. Uh, but the nice thing is it's really kind of traceable these yeah. days. And I would say You know, it used to be 80% of the businesses had some sort of cooked books, and right now it's the opposite. I mean, 80% of the businesses, you can find just about every single dime that they're making, track every single expense, and even figure out whether or not those expenses were necessary. And that's what we do at Transworld.
0: Well, you heard it from the man himself, the CEO of Transworld, Andy Cagnata. They are the best. They are the industry leaders When it comes to buying and selling businesses, they find out everything you need to know, whether, again, you are buying and selling a business. They have more than 40 years of experience. They've sold more than 10,000 businesses. They've got 600-plus brokers, 250 offices worldwide. Again, find out more at TWorld.com. Transworld Business Advisors, bringing buyers and sellers Together, And speaking of things coming together, speaking of business, speaking of sports leagues, that might be the case when it comes to the emerging popularity of volleyball, where both the Pro Federation Volleyball League as as well as League One Volleyball are set to debut this year. And and it seems like that's a trend with these emerging sports. There have been multiple pickleball leagues come about, uh, the, the XFL and the USFL are joining together to create the United Football League. And look, we might even see the eventual merger of the, the PGA and Live Golf. And the more I think about this, I, I think, well, you know, competition is a good thing. It, it forces people to innovate and the people get the best product. On the other hand, you know, it, if there are multiple leagues in these emerging sports, I, I feel like it can be a little bit confusing to the novice viewer, somebody just trying to get into pickleball and, and follow a league, follow these players, and then they wind up tuning out. So, Andy, in these situations, I guess which league has the upper hand? Which one is the is the league, whether it's pickleball, volleyball, whatever, that, that usually prevails?
1: Whoever's in first, right? So they're trying to be first and they're trying to be biggest. The people that are in that race, the people who are number one, number two, number three, association, league, whatever it is, either in pickleball or in volleyball they will lose money, right? It it is a, you know, it's a vanity buy. We've talked about this before, right? So they're trying to be first to market. And then if they can get the stars involved, they can raise the capital. Everybody's going to lose money. Everybody realizes that they're going to lose money. But what's going to happen is eventually one league will cry uncle and have to merge with the other. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, we saw this and, you know, we were a part of, even uh, Mel Carminson talking about the satellite radio. There used to be two companies, you know, Sirius and XM, right? And they were competitors, but there wasn't space for two mm-hmm. of them, right? So they had to come together because they were both losing money at sure. the time, right? So that's what you're going to see in the pro volleyball. That's what you're going to see in the pickleball. I mean, you know, Trans World is, we, I see this happening, right? So we jumped in and we're going to be... With USA Pickleball, and we're really excited about it. We have a whole sponsorship thing going on this year. We're going to be at the tournaments. Uh, we're going to be in some of our local leagues and some of our local courts. A lot of things going on, and so it'll be fun. Yeah. And but but I know that the people that are running those things they're losing money right now.
0: Andy, you just mentioned that when you have an emerging sport like pickleball, like volleyball, et cetera, and you have two leagues competing, one of them eventually has to cry uncle. And I'm and I'm curious, what are the the factors that leads to again the one company crying uncle and and, and the other sort of uh you know dictating the uh the, the moves going forward?
1: People who get the money. Yeah. People who can get the sponsorships going. Yes. The sponsors eventually people throwing in money are gonna to want to get something back, right? So they're gonna want exposure, they're gonna want so if one pickleball league, let's say, has a really good job, getting a really good job of organizing tournaments and getting lots of people there, but are horrible at selling sponsorships. And the other league is great at, you know, attracting LeBron James and everybody else that all of a sudden throws money in. The one with money is probably going to want what the other has. Mm -hmm. And the, the, the one that has all the people, they'll get some money perhaps because they have some assets, whether it's the eyes, whether it's the the, the players, whatever it is, uh, the locations, it'll be interesting to see, but the people with the money usually win. A
0: couple more things here with Andy Cagnetta, the CEO of Transworld Business Advisors. They have helped over 10,000 business owners maximize the value of their company. Learn more at TWorld.com today. Andy, we were talking about leagues merging, media outlets merging, to go back to the the, the sort of cable centric streaming services, we touched on that earlier. Talk about things, people, brands not coming together. This is pretty shocking. Tiger Woods and Nike Golf splitting ways. These two have have sort of been synonymous for decades. You, you think about Nike Golf, you think about Tiger, you think about Tiger, you think about the the red Nike shirt and the and the Nike bag and and just. All, the the Nike advertisements, the Nike ball follow falling into the the, the cup at, at the Masters in, in that famous chip uh, and and he he had a, a couple years ago at Augusta. Obviously, Nike stayed with Tiger through thick and thin. He, I'm not sure you could say you know back on top, but still an incredible following. He, he's the number one golfer watched. He's he brings so much. Uh, so much more buzz, so much more energy to a tournament in, in which he plays. So I got to ask, Andy, why the split for Tiger and Nike Golf?
1: Probably came down to the deal. It came down to money. It came down to, you know, Tiger feeling that he still commands the yeah. prices that perhaps that Nike wasn't willing or wanted to restructure the deal. And, you know, some, something like Taylor Golf, you're thinking about it. It's funny. You know, the uh, the equipment of Nike, I'm not going to, say that it's bad golf equipment but you know taylor has always been a place where you know us old guys go to get (laughs) get equipment that helps us be better Mm. at golf you know i never think of nike as a place where i'm going to get a a driver that's going to be help me hit it longer but taylor always had the latest equipment that was going to help some old guy so maybe they just felt that it was a better mix with taylor it came down to money i mean it came down to maybe he has ownership maybe his management just found a better deal,
0: Andy. Before I let you go, of course, we talk about so many different things, and when it comes to Trans World Business Advisors and and all the things that you are looking at when uh, advising a buyer and a seller on a deal, what are the things that you are always reminding them of? You know, saying, "Hey, X, Y, Z might be going on. You might be dealing with this, dealing with that." But what are the things you are always reemphasizing and saying, hey, watch out for these things. Keep these at the forefront of, of your mind at all times.
1: Right. Don't lose sight of the goal, right? So if you're buying or selling a business, you want the deal to go through. So nothing's ever going to be perfect. There's always going to be bumps in the road. There's always going to be things that pop up that you you weren't expecting. It's always going to cost mon- more money than you thought it was. Mm. Just think of the long-term. If you're a buyer, think that I'm going to buy this business and I'm going to keep it for 10 years, 20 years, and I'm going to make money from it every single year and it's going to feed my family. So if the seller wants $25,000 because he found some piece of machinery or you have to repair some sort of equipment or you have to pay taxes or give them more money to get them out of a bad loan that they used to have, don't worry about it. Mm -hmm. Just move on. You know, Just have that thick skin. Yeah. Just realize that you know it's just business. We're gonna get them out of the way. We're gonna we're gonna build a business for ourselves. And sellers, you know, listen, sellers out there in the world, please just be ready to sell. You <laughs> should always have in the back of your mind that you might have to sell someday. So please keep good books and records, and make sure that uh, you're ready to go because you know life changes.
0: Great stuff to remember every day, whether you are buying or selling a business. Again, Andy. Love the chance to catch up with you, talk about a variety of topics. Again, thank you so much for your time, all the info, all the insight. Looking forward to our next conversation. Amazing. One more time, that was Andy Cagnetta, the CEO of Transworld Business Advisors. They are the industry leader when it comes to helping people buy and sell their company. Learn more at TWorld.com today.